Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Tackle Box Talk. Today, I want to address the panic that's kind of going on with the coronavirus and with, with all the freaking out and stuff going on. Um, I got, I'm on my way to work right now. Uh, you can probably hear me driving in the background. And I'm on my way to a meeting uh, with, with the company that I work for. And the meeting, the entire reason that I am to go to work at all today is simply because we are going to discuss what employees need to stay and what employees are going to be quarantined and sent home. And Rachel just went through this a couple of days ago. She's a teacher in the area and she got sent home and they are suspending everything under the sun of course everybody's freaking out and and all the toilet paper's gone in the store and there's lines for meat and stuff like that so i want to take a moment i know there is a lot of anxiety out there i know that if you're listening to this there's a very good chance that you are concerned about a lot of stuff going on and i want to address that i want to address that from the standpoint of somebody who's kind of been through this and let me explain see I, I live in South Texas and we have been through a ton of hurricanes uh, personally I've seen the eye of two hurricanes I've seen the eye of Hurricane Brett and Hurricane Harvey a couple years ago and I've been through many more and I could not even begin to count the number of tropical storms I've been through. And also, if you're younger and don't remember this, I'm also from the generation that went through 9-11. And I want to tell you that having been through these events, if you haven't been through one before, it's very scary. There's a lot of anxiety. You don't know what's going on. There's a lot of variables and the media, and particularly in today's age, social media really, really ramps up the panic on these events. Uh, we didn't have that in 9-11. Uh, when 9-11 happened, we had the newspaper. And, well, we had television, you know. You heard about it on television. It was one of the first times where America saw this sort of thing happen live. We saw, we, we all watched it happen. And that was kind of groundbreaking in and of itself. But we also, that was one of the few times, uh, I believe that may have been the last time that a newspaper put out a special edition newspaper specifically for an event. Um, I know that at the time I was working in the journalism field and I was told that, you know, with the direction that journalism was going, print media, this would probably be the last time we would ever see that. And I don't know that it's ever happened again. Fortunately, newspapers are still around, but that's kind of a different story altogether. Uh, with the hurricanes, you know, I've been through many of those. And yeah, you know, there was coverage. Like, we always kind of uh, laughed when we saw our hometown on the Weather Channel and, and on, you know... Good Morning America and that sort of thing. And the reporters did some goofy things sometimes to try to dramatize what was happening. They, they would get here days before the hurricane 
and it'd be sprinkling, you know, we'd get a feeder band pushing through, but they'd have some guy off camera throwing rocks and, and crap across the background behind the reporter to make it look more dramatic than it was. We always laughed about that, and sometimes you could even, I'm not even kidding, I'm not even kidding, you'd see the guy's hand as he was throwing stuff in the background. Um, dramatization and the sensationalism of news these days has gotten a lot better. These guys are a lot more professional at, at really ramping up the details of a story. You can tell that these days, like with what's going on right now, because my my own point of view, the anxiety that I'm going through with with what's going on right now, the stress that I'm feeling, it's not because of the coronavirus, and I absolutely do not mean to demean uh, the severity of the virus. it is important for you to be informed, be smart, and make smart decisions about about the virus, about quarantining and, and you know avoiding public places or, or, or whatever. And, and I don't care if you you know believe it's all hype or not. And, and there's a lot to be said about it being you know a whole lot of hype on the end of the virus as well. Uh, but I'm not going to touch on that. I, I think that everybody needs to stay safe regardless. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be the real thing that, that you know, that's not the thing that I'm stressed about at all, the, the actual virus. Um, what's stressing me out is how people are acting about it. It's how people are reacting to the news and, and, and all of the... Uh, uh, everything that everybody is saying on social media, everybody is really panicking about this. That's the issue. You, you, we've all heard the stories about there being no toilet paper on the shelves, and and, and people are buying up all the hand sanitizer. Uh, it does warrant mentioning that hand sanitizer is meant for bacteria, and this is a virus. Um, so, yeah, there's that. You know, but it just comes back to people getting really panicky about something they don't need to be. And that, that panic state causes people to do really stupid things. And that, that's the thing that stresses me out the most. And, and they're doing this not because of the actual virus or, or, or anything that's been put out by, by like the CDC. They're doing this because of the sensationalism in the media. They're doing it because of all of the things they're reading on social media. So you can rest a little easier knowing that, and that's kind of the, kind of what I want to get at here. Um, you, you don't need to stress quite as much about what's going on. If this is your first time through an event like this, uh, I want to offer you a little voice of reason. I, I want to offer you a little bit of comfort, having been through it and having been through the stresses of, of hurricanes and through 9-11 and now going through this. It's not as bad as everybody makes it seem. We are all going to make it through this. You might have to spend some time away from work. You might have to spend 
you know, you're not going to be able to go to South by Southwest or E3 or some of these social events. It, and I'm not I'm not saying that that's not going to suck. If you're missing a paycheck, that that is going to suck. Absolutely. But you can make it through this. You will come out the other side of this being a stronger person. You will have a stronger character. You are going to be more adept at dealing with these situations. In fact, when all of this is said and done, you are going to come through the other side of it being a person who survived an international pandemic. To take that into account, be that person right now. Be that person who survived. Be that person who is going to be able to tell their grandkids about how they survived the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic. There's a lot of panic. There's a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress. And there is going to be some suck involved with this. You know, like I said, missing paychecks and stuff, that, that'll suck. But you got this. You are totally and completely capable of surviving this situation. If you're worried about toilet paper, you can rest assured knowing that they are ramping up production on toilet paper. Those trucks go to the grocery stores twice a week. And they will have a new delivery of toilet paper, if not today, tomorrow. You might have to do something about making it through the interim. About making it through until that next truck shows up. But that's that's as, that's how bad it gets. You know, the, everybody's stressing about groceries and getting food. And you need two, three weeks worth of food in your pantry. And there's no food to buy. And with the way things are right now that is as simple as going to the grocery store and I would suggest going early in the morning don't wait for all the other losers who are out there at 6 o'clock in the afternoon all lining up to get their groceries wake up early set an alarm be the first person at the grocery store when they wake up and buy a few groceries you're not going to be able to get everything that you want to get they might not have their toilet paper uh, they might not have, you know, Top Ramen, which is extremely unfortunate. <laughs> but get what you can. Get a few groceries. And then two days later, do the exact same thing. You will be able to get the things that you need. They will be there, particularly if you're that first person there in the morning. The trucks are going to keep coming. They're going to... They're going to get a vaccine taken care of for uh, COVID-19, but I, I don't even think that matters, and I don't think the vaccine is going to come into play with any of this. This this is uh, the way that it's spreading right now. You know, it's spreading like a really bad case of the flu or the cold, and most people will have gone through it. They will have either, you know, the areas will have been quarantined to where you're not going to get it. Or uh, people will have had it and gone through it by the time that vaccination is out. And, and that in and of itself is a vaccination. You're not going to get it again. You know, just like the cold or the flu. You, you get it once. 
uh, measles and mumps and all those other ones that we've all been through. Uh, in fact, on a on a light note, just the other day, they closed down the last emergency hospital in Wuhan, China. Uh, that city that was going through, you know, countless numbers of cases of people being infected with the virus is now down to getting, uh, I think they're in the, the 10 to 15 infections per day. They're on the tail end of it. The virus is starting to subside over there to the point that their their normal hospitals are able to now handle the workload. And everybody's, you know, they're not at the point of celebrating just yet, but they are on the other side of, of that, that infection explosion that, that happened over there. And right now, we are all going through the height of it. We are all going through the, the worst part of the pandemic, the worst part of the infection spread. Um, I'm not saying we're at the peak of it, but we are, we, we are at the worst part uh, of this entire infection spread. So give it a few more days. Let everybody do their panic. You know, uh, I, I do encourage everybody to try to provide a more positive look on things. Um, there's a lot of people out there, like I've been saying this entire time, there's a lot of people that are stressed. There's a lot of people that are very anxious be a voice of reason on the other side of that. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not trying to take away from, from the validity of how bad coronavirus is. Um, but it, it kind of seems like that takes a backseat to, to everybody panicking. You have friends and you have family members who need a strong support. They need somebody that is going to be that, that, that person, that, that voice of reason. And, and maybe that's you and maybe it's not. And, and if it's not, that's okay too. Don't worry about that. Uh, but I, I would suggest, you know, that there's kids out there. There are, there are younger people who have not gone through these situations like some of us have. So for those of you who have, for those of you who have been through tornadoes and other natural disasters and earthquakes, hurricanes, you know, 9-11, uh, some of you may have been through the Kennedy assassination. Uh, take that experience take the things that you learned from these experiences and offer the wisdom and the insight that you have to the younger generation who right now needs it. They are going through this, some of them, and this is their first time experiencing something like this. We all remember how much it sucked to go through 9-11. We all remember you know, um, Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Andrew. We remember countless tornadoes. You need to be that person 
or, or at the very least, this world needs more people who have been through those experiences to help guide the younger generations right now. So I'm going to keep this short. I just wanted to spend a few minutes giving my giving my two cents and, and adding a little brevity, uh, a little guidance of my own, uh, a little uh, sympathy and... and uh, just, I, I think we just need some, some more calming, you know, speak about everything that's going on. We need more people with a little bit more reason out there. And I'm not saying I'm that person, but I'm going to try and provide what I can, where I can. So I'm going to go ahead and call this one here. I want to thank you very much for, for listening and for, for, you know, checking this whole thing out and for being you and for being the collection of experiences and wisdom and insight that you are. And I look forward to getting things back on track and getting this world back to normal. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy your week. And we'll catch you on a more positive note in the next episode.